You are Locked On the NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, I am back and you have reached the Locked On NFL podcast. I am Matt Williamson. We are really the biggest podcast daily network in the in the world right now. You got to check out the entire Locked On network. You check out your favorite team every day. And another thing I've been telling you guys to do is I don't have one yet, but this smart speaker technology that everyone in the world seems to have, I'm a little behind the, the times is really dialed in with the Locked On podcast. So tell your smart speaker to play play podcast, Locked On NFL. You got it's something you got to do. So, as usual on Tuesdays, we have former NFL quarterback Sage Rosenfels with us. Sounds like you're traveling. How's things with you? How's life? I'm doing great, Matt. Uh, I'm doing extremely well, and, and it's interesting as the, the football season winds down, uh, obviously the topic is many times the, the playoffs and you know the road to the Super Bowl here, but at the exact same time, I find it interesting that there is a huge conversation going on for next year already, and that's the NFL. We got coaches being hired yeah. uh, from head coach on down to assistants, and you know who went from the quarterbacks coach to a coordinator, and and what coaches got let go, and what coaches got. To, I mean, there's a whole other conversation going on here, uh, and uh, but man, these playoff games are fun to watch this weekend, and and uh, these championship games. We got the best four teams in the league. Uh, they proved it all season, and, and they should be good games as well. Yeah, and just a quick note on these teams that I, I didn't mention to our audience yet is I, I wasn't shocked to see this because the same thing happened last year, but the three worst teams in the regular season against the run on an average per carry basis, you know, 4.5 yards per carry, are the Patriots, the Rams, and the Chiefs. <laughs> you know, like, it goes to show you the quarterbacks are ruling the world nowadays. Yeah, that is an interesting stat. And, you know, we, we, we talk about with the Patriots, you, you sort of talk about uh, Bill Belichick, you talk about Tom Brady, then Tom Brady's weapons, and you start going through them, you know, Gronk and Edelman and whatever. It, it seems like you don't talk about the individual offensive linemen. It doesn't seem like you talk about the uh, the, the individual players on defense all that much, uh, because in my opinion, th- those positions don't you know have a ton of superstars, uh, and they're so well coached. And that's, you know, I think really Kubiak's greatest strength is attention to detail on defense and, and Dante Scarnecchia as an offensive line coach. Man, those guys are, are, are really, really good. And, and uh, you know, so th- those types of stats do not surprise me. Yeah. And Sage, I got a question for you. How old are you? I am 40. You're 40. So you're about the same age as Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady, but I want to focus on the first two here for a moment. Well, let's just say this. I, I came out with Drew Brees in the 2001 draft. He, okay, he perfect. He did not redshirt in college, uh, so he is actually a year younger than me. He just turned 40 last night, and, and I turned 41 in a couple months here. Uh, but, yeah, we came out in the same draft. So I've known Drew for a long, long time. I know him well. Uh, I, you know, spent a lot of time with him in the off-seasons and charity events and got made. So great guy and i think he is uh sort of a perfect ambassador of that 2001 class and uh, a great leader for that new orleans franchise yeah and and him and rivers are tremendous tremendous players and i think both are easy hall of famers but i also think both of them have not played their best football over the last month and i you know watching breeze both of them are still so mentally sharp that they get away with you know things that they wouldn't have 15 years ago 
But I don't think Breeze is driving the football deep and on arm strength throws as well as he did earlier in the season or certainly earlier in his career. And Rivers is just taking such a beating. I mean, you're seeing him hobbling around. His guards can't block anybody. His right tackle's a turnstile. So I brought up your age just saying, how well you think you would be playing this time of year <laughs> after 16 regular season games and a playoff game or two? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be playing, you know, I actually never, you know, all those years, I never had a full season as a starter. So I'd never even had to go through 16 games straight. You know, maybe there's a season I played nine games or something. Uh, you know, but I, I always sort of wondered like, you know, could my body take it for 16 straight games and the way these guys have done it for all these years, all these guys who have done it for all these years, the, how the bias take a beating, uh, it is, it, it's incredible to me that they don't get injured all the time and mm-hmm. they can just, they just sort of get through it. So, uh, you know, you, you were sort of saying, obviously, you know, these guys are, they've taken a lot of hits and it does seem like they're starting to slow down a little bit. Yeah. And it's, I'm not, I'm not getting on their case. I mean, it's just how this league is. It's a marathon. I mean, I couldn't, I'm 45 and I'm not an athlete, so I'm not even in your guys' class, but I couldn't imagine, you know, at an advanced age for football age to be out there taking the beating, especially what Rivers has dealt with. Yeah, you know, maybe uh, what Adam Vantier is doing, uh, kicking the football, maybe right. I could do that, but, uh, but you know, not these other positions. And, and yeah, and, and I you look at both of them, uh, you know, the New Orleans Saints this year, they've won, and, and not because of Breeze, and not, and not, not actually, I, I shouldn't say that, not because of Breeze's right arm, per se. Yeah, right, uh, right. Much, I, I believe, because of Breeze, because if he brings so many other things to the table, and they could win the Super Bowl because of all the things that Drew wins, brings to the table, but... You know, they were not uh, a top five passing team this year. That's almost shocking. Uh, you know, they were lying on the run a lot more. And they do run the football extremely well. They changed their, their business model, their game plans, their their offense. They changed their style uh, to not be such of a dependent on Drew throwing team. And, and I think part of it is because, yeah, you're, you're, a lot of times your arm, and Drew never had a super strong arm, but your arm does uh, get weaker and weaker over time. Um, and uh, his arm definitely has. And, uh, you know, it, and that, but we're seeing the team win uh, by, you know, we're not, we're not relying on it so much. And, and, uh, and obviously they're in the, the championship game now. Yeah, and he's still as accurate as ever. And, of course, he was in the MVP rat, you know, race. And I just think lately he looks like a little bit older guy that's been throwing the ball a long time. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about another old guy that looked pretty good this weekend. We'll be right back. All right, I, I teased it a minute ago. I thought Tom Brady looked phenomenal this past weekend, and I thought that team, Gronkowski, Brady, Edelman, really benefited from the week off. Um, we knew that, as I mentioned in the first segment, you know, Rivers' protection was a problem, and Belichick just exploited that weakness over and over. I thought Melvin Gordon, you know, certainly is a shell of himself at this point, too. But I wanted to focus on Brady just a little bit. I mean, he, every time any of us doubt him, he looks better than ever. And I think he thrives off that. Yeah, he does. You know, I, I don't, I, I feel like I'm one of those people, and we've talked about it on this show and I have on some other shows. People ask me, you know, throughout the year, you know, the Patriots lose a game or they, they start off slow and they say, you know, is this the end of the dynasty? And I'm like, listen, until it actually happens, it's not the end of the dynasty. You know, I mean, I'll say the Patriots are going to be in the AFC championship game next year, too. I'll write that down right now. And if it doesn't happen now, I'm wrong. Okay, because I'm tired of being wrong. People have been wrong for six or seven years now. So the way he throws the football, 
know, so if you, I, you know, I, I'm talking about quarterbacks and quarterback motions and these things, but, you know, Drew and, 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 and Tom Brady do a lot of the same things from leadership and motivation and precision and accuracy. But if you look how Tom throws the football and the torque of his arm and how he makes that ball go, uh, he can do this for a long time. Your mm. arm doesn't go that early. I can still throw the ball pretty dang well. It's your legs. Right, it's right. It's your legs that great fail point. you. And that's the thing with, you know, with boxers. That's the thing with quarterbacks. It's not your arm or your punching power. It's your legs. And, you know, that's maybe a Rivers, Rivers and a, a Breeze conversation a little bit. But Tom, who also, you know, obviously I'm sure his legs are going too, but he gets so much torque so much torque in his midsection that uh and that accuracy is just incredible the way he throws the ball in in cold temperatures he was a true master and we saw some wizardry uh on sunday yeah absolutely and i wonder if that's the same for pitchers i, I would imagine it is that you know you look at like the roger clemens and nolan ryan's they had such good lower bodies that they pitched for such a long time i would imagine that's similar but you're that's right that's right yeah they, they could still throw hard still throw in the 90s you know maybe not quite as fast but I believe Clemens is probably throwing the low 90s at the end of his career. Uh, and, you know, Greg Maddox threw forever, but he was never really a 95-mile-an-hour guy, right? So he was always a guy about accuracy and, and precision or whatever. But I imagine, uh, you know, keeping his legs extremely healthy, and and, uh, and and that's, you know, one thing Tom's doing, I'm sure Drew's trying to do, Phil's trying to do. You know, that's more important than this, you know, working on the arm strength thing. Yeah, that makes sense, and it's a great point about the the torque he gets from his midsection, from his waist level, and you can really see it. And I, I urge all you guys that that are untrained eyes to pay attention to that with Brady this upcoming week because he is he's mastered that without question. Um, where was I going with this? Is do you okay? I, 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 something I wanted to harp on this week. It just kind of blows me away, and, and you mentioned. You're going to put the Patriots in as AFC Championship game next year. I mean, they've gone to eight straight. <laughs> I mean, I can't wrap my head around that. They've gone to eight straight conference championships. But something I've been saying all week, Sage, is I think the most impressive thing in the history of the NFL is that Tom Brady is now going to his 13th AFC Championship game. I agree with you. I, I yeah. think that's, that might be Jim the Brown, Jerry Rice record. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe UCLA winning those fast nine out of 11 basketball championships or something. I mean, maybe. I'm just sticking um, with NFL. That's all I know. But I yeah, mean, it's, I'm right. trying to think of like in sports in general. I mean, like th this is incredible. 13. It's absolutely incredible. In a sport, that's it's designed for that not to happen. Exactly. Like, right. There's multiple rules. You know, you know, college football. The way sort of college football is, and you know the 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 the, the Bama, big teams, the yeah. Alabamas, and the Ohio States, and now the Clemsons, it's sort of designed for them to win more. They're going to get better recruits. They get more money, and, yeah, and on yeah. and on and on. But imagine if all of a sudden it's like, no, you're not going to get the best recruits. You get thirty, you know, a hundred and twenty fifth pick of the recruits, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, of all the best receivers in the country, and then a hundred twenty fifth pick of all the best right guards in the country the best kid That's in ohio goes to akron is, is you get you know the, there's there's these reverse order things and when someone gets released from a team the team with the worst record gets the first opportunity it's created for parity and yet the patriots 13 times in his tom brady's career in in this game just absolutely unbelievable i yeah. mean incredible eight in a row incredible 
LeBron James, what he has done of basically always having his team, at least in the championship game, has been incredible during his career. But that's a different sport, and that's, again, right. this one's designed in every possible way. He plays uh, every minute and touches the ball game. all the time yeah. and slams, you know, <laughs> he can take just over. Incredible. It just, just is. Incredible. I, I really do think 13 championship appearances for a quarterback is Wayne Gretzky's scoring record. I mean, like, it's it's off the charts. And the, go ahead. These records, by the way, you know, like people used to say when, uh, I think when Favre had a record or maybe it was Marino, like, you know, somebody will never break that. And mm-hmm. and the, I these records will not be broken. No, because of the longevity of it. Well, yeah, and football is just – when I mean, how long is football going to go on for hundreds of more years? You know I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. because this is so incredible. Tom Brady has 28 playoff wins. Peyton Manning (laughs) has 27 playoff games. Right. I mean, incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. (laughs) Yeah, how about this? I mean, he's gone to 13 AFC championship games. The Lions have gone to 13 playoff games since Super Bowl started. You know, Incredible. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, and I know, like me, I mean, everyone is is infatuated with Mahomes. I mean, right? I mean, we just get that out of the way that he's a very, very special young quarterback, correct? He is. He is. And um, he's fun to watch. He is a lot of fun to watch. I think he's going to do it for a long time. He might get injured a little bit over the course of his career just because he's bouncing around, but he doesn't take a lot of hits. He is a lot of fun to watch. He, I would pay good money to go buy a ticket for. Yes. Okay, so that being said, if I had a crystal ball and I told you Pat Mahomes is going to be an NFL starter for 13 years, we'd both be like, wow, I bet he has an awesome career. Hall of Famer, probably wins a few Super Bowls. And that's how many times Tom went to the AFC Championship game. Incredible. <laughs> right, you know? Incredible. And, and they do it in different ways. And, you know, of course, yeah. What Mahomes is doing right now is this create offense and throws around people and, and you know, just sort of beautiful to watch. Tom's is beauty if you love, you know, watching amazing surgeons. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just surgery and execution and timing and hitting guys on stride. Uh, that's amazing. It's not the playmaking of it. So, you know, young guy versus old guy. And if, if, uh, if Pat Mahomes wants to play 19 years, uh, he needs to do probably over time uh, a little more Tom Brady style because that's how you last for a long time in this league and not take those hits. Yeah, I, I love that these, these two games have the old all-time great against a potential future great. And Goff was the first pick overall. We all know about the greatness of Mahomes. He's going to win the MVP going away. But I will say Goff concerns me a little bit. I mean, you mentioned before I hit record on this that, yeah, when they run the ball and the offensive line's clicking, he's great. And yeah, that's true. But I've kind of called him at this stage of his career a fair weather quarterback. You know, when things around him are good, he's pretty. You know, I mean, he's really... Impressive, but well, he, yeah, there's he, a but there. He is, he is, but there's that thing where, you know, again, he's still young, right? Uh, and, and he's not always great in the pocket. He has this sort of lanky release that can get you know sack fumbles and things like that. But you know, he's a really, really good quarterback if he can run the ball, do play action, do three step, you know, get the ball out. Uh, but if if he has to drop back in that pocket you know, 30 times a game or 25 times a game on straight drop back pass, 
you know, that and, and sometimes in a way like Kirk Cousins, you know, that's not the, the best of, of Jared Goff. Uh, and that's where I, I think he's probably at his worst. He has to hold on to the football uh, in that pocket. And, and uh, uh, but, you know, it, they ran the football so well the other day on the Dallas Cowboys, who had just completely shut down the Seattle Seahawks running game the week prior. And they ran the ball all over them. And so, yeah, so then golf looked, you know, pretty dang good in that football game. Yeah. I mean, such a huge game, though, in New Orleans. I, I hope for his sake that they do run the ball well, that Donald and company make a big play on defense. And I'm not doubting the guy. He's just young. I mean, he's, he's just not in that breeze level of when the going gets tough, do you trust him yet? Well, I tell you what, though, you know, I, how well does he have to play? Well, we will see. You know, the, the Saints by no means played great in that football game the other day. No, you're right. Uh, they had they could just as easily lost. You know, Nick Foles, you can go all the way down and score a touchdown there, and it's a completely different conversation right now, right? We're talking about the Rams playing at home, by the way, if, if, that, if that occurs. Uh, so, you know, they, they, they didn't look great at the end of the season. You know, they barely beat Tampa down in Tampa. Uh, you know, which was, a, I mean, it was a win, but it was a sort of a strange win. So, you know, they are, you know, they have issues. They're not a, a high-flying, high-scoring offense anymore, and they're grinding out wins. Uh, and, but, you know, if, if, if the Rams can run the football better than they did before and not get behind like they did before, you know, golf through a couple of interceptions, at least one interception, maybe two in that, in that game, and, and uh, they can stay away, they can get the lead. I, I really do I like the Rams in this football game if they can get the lead early. Yes, and quieting that crowd and all those wonderful things will be huge. Um, they got to run, run the football. Got to run the football, absolutely. And, and they might be able to. I know that the Saints' numbers against the run are tremendous, but the, the way that line's playing, two good backs, and I think they'll be able to stay dedicated to it. And I don't know if the Saints at home have had to play from behind against a team that's going to run the ball. Yeah, no. So you know, we'll see how this game goes. Should be a great matchup. I'm happy the, well, you know, the, the the number one and number two teams in in the NFC, and, and I really both the uh, conferences. Obviously, I'm really happy we're going to see this matchup. And as you said at the beginning, uh, I love the old versus young thing. Yeah. You know, Breeze trying for one more. Uh, you know, you know, if he gets this one, maybe the last of his career. You got this good young team. They're playing a different style. It's a great storyline there. Uh, then you got Golf. You know, who's the the, the young guy of this group and, and uh, or, you know, one of the young two, young, two young guys of this group, a young guy of this game. And, you know, he's trying to go prove that he's a Super Bowl you know, caliber, Super Bowl winning, you know, quarterback as number one overall pick in the draft. And so, you know, I also get the old coach, old Sean Payton, been there, done that long time guy. And, you know, Sean McVay, supposedly the future, you know, of the NFL, yeah. as far as offense and Payton, you know, has been one of the, probably one of the best offensive coaches in the league the last 15 or 20 years yeah the, the four premier head coaches I mean I mean I'm ready to put McVeigh in that category but the other three are obviously extremely established um another quick break and we'll be back I got two quarterbacks I want to finish up the show with we'll be right back all right so the Cowboys who just got eliminated very soon are going to have to make a decision on Dak Prescott and I think he's an NFL starter don't get me wrong I think he is what he is. I think he's tough. I think his teammates love him. He's much more than just a runner. But we've seen he needs Amari Cooper. He needs Zeke. I mean, when in his rookie year, they had the great offensive line. So 
I love him when he's making mid-round pick money, but whenever you got to pay him $28 million a year and you can't go get Amari Coopers and things left and right, what do you think? I mean, that's a really hard decision. I don't have a yes or a no answer on that one. It's just... It's it's not a great decision. It's, you know, I Colin Cowherd the other day, I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of our listeners listen to him as well. He was trying to make this comparison, and this is before the game. This is before the playoff loss. Uh, and he... He does this on occasion. He'll describe an athlete, and everyone thinks they're talking about somebody, but he's actually talking about somebody else. And it makes okay. you go, hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, he was doing this thing of, uh, you know, good when the, when the teams around him is good, and and good when they can run the football, and and uh, you know can manage this, and and a, and a pretty good runner, not a great runner, you know, yada yada yada. And he was talking about Alex Smith, but the conversation was about Dak Prescott. Okay. Um, and you could say, basically, Dallas fans, here's the deal. You're going to win a lot of games, all right, but you don't have a special player. All right, You might win a playoff game here or there, but you don't have a special player. Uh, you're going to go to the playoffs more often than not over the course of the next 10 years. You're not going to win a Super Bowl. And he went to this thing about Alex Smith and, and Dak Prescott. So I found that interesting. Uh, I thought there was, there was some truth to that. Uh, he isn't great, uh, but I tell you what, he's been one available. All right, he doesn't get hurt, and I don't think he's got a guy that's going to get hurt a lot. It's a big, strong body. Um, he has some good games. He's good enough to beat the good teams in the league. Uh, he definitely got better as this season went on, and after they got Amari Cooper uh, and having that weapon, that was a huge help to him. Uh, but, you know, he's not a great, great player. Uh, but the question is, is he good enough to win a Super Bowl? You put the right team around him. Uh, you, you put the right defense, which which they're building. You put the right offensive line, the running game, and and really almost that old Dallas Cowboys style. And uh, he doesn't have to be Superman. You know, I, I look at Jason Garrett, and and you know what, what is what's Jason Garrett heart his heart of football? How do you win Super Bowls? And I think about when he was backing up Aikman. Aikman was a Hall of Fame quarterback, no doubt. Sure. Look at the look at his statistics. He's not. You almost look at his statistics. You go, wait a second. He he like. Kirk Cousins has like as many touchdown passes as uh, as Troy Aikman had in his career. So I mean, it's sort of crazy. He just did not they did not throw touchdowns, but they handed it to Emmitt Smith a gazillion times. And Aikman was amazing when he was called on, you know, to win football games. And his accuracy was incredible and those types of things. But he wasn't a big numbers guy from a quarterback position. And I think you know that's what Jason Garrett's looking for. He probably is, you know, building this team where you don't have because it's hard to go find Tom Brady. Oh, sure. It's hard to go find Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, but it's easier to find these guys who are good quarterbacks, maybe not great quarterbacks, and try to win and spend that money somewhere else. But that's that's the issue when you go out and spend, as you said, twenty five to thirty million dollars or whatever it's going to cost to keep him, right. you know, there for the next five years. You know, can you still have that great defense? Can you still have that? you know, expensive offensive line and, and money for the other positions because, you know, that's an extra $20 million. I mean, he's, his salary this year is like six eighty one. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they've missed their window. I mean, these couple of years when you're paying under a million dollars for an NFL starting quarterback is when you had to, you know, grab this thing by the throat, but they had their credit cards maxed out on Tony Romo and other people like that. So now it's decision time. And I'm not saying they're going away. They're a playoff type of team, but it's a really interesting move down the road and, and Cooper's contracts up at the same time. And that's, and that's, you know, that, that conversation, by the way, uh, I find interesting in general, just because, um, you know, is there like a, a strategy, which we'd all think is crazy 
but to actually never pay a quarterback 25 or 30 million dollars unless he literally like you did find Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or 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 Drew Brees but yeah this guy is good but we're not going to pay him 20 million dollars I'd rather just go you know draft some young kid again in the second round and think he's pretty good he could play and we'll get him for you know a million bucks and we'll spend 20 million somewhere else and we'll be so good at these other places we won't have to have this guy be great right off the bat it's funny because I've kind of, I don't think they're going to do it, but I've brought that up with the Rams and Goff, that if McVay is an elite offensive mind and play caller and they don't pay Goff when he comes up and they just keep bringing in recycled-type dudes and spend all their money on Aaron Donald and Namakong Sue and Peters and Tlaib and Cooks, Gurley, might that be the right move? Well, then, the, or, or is the aspect of... Uh, if he's such a brilliant play caller mm-hmm. uh, and play designer uh, and the brilliance of Sean McVay, should they actually just completely load up on defense and, and say, you know what, up. Yeah. this guy, he's so good. Let's see how good you are. Be like, you know, 10th in the league in offense and yet have the, you know, 30th uh, uh, salary cap devoted to your offense, you know, and, and give just, a bunch of when, cheap, smart dudes. Win with the exactly Cheap, <laughs> smart dudes. You know what that sounds like? Sounds like Bill Belichick. Right. Somebody's been Patriots, doing that for a while. You know? Yeah. Give you a whole bunch of two and three million dollar guys who work their tails off and, and be super precise. And I'll coach uh, them up. And and you know have a whole bunch of them with good backups. You know is that a is that if is Sean McVay so good? Maybe you should have that. Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, in a way, you're right. That's what the Patriots have done for a very long time in, in a lot of ways. Uh, last guy I want to bring up to you is a little off the grid, but is a very hot topic right now. Kyler Murray. I mean, first-round pick of the A's, ultra-athletic, very, very small. I know you're familiar with him. Do you think he has a future in the NFL? Do you? Would you have played baseball? I mean, I just want your take on the guy overall. Well, um, I do think he would have a future in the NFL. He sort of reminds me of a Doug Flutie. Yeah. That's probably the best way to describe him to me. I called a game this year, Oklahoma versus Kansas State at Oklahoma and Norman, and, uh, and he was phenomenal. I don't know what he threw for, but he's extremely quick. He's fast, but like maybe the quickest feet I've ever seen a quarterback have. Michael okay. Vick is the fastest quarterback I've ever seen. This kid probably has the quickest feet I've ever seen. I mean, it's almost a, I don't say a Darren Sproles, but somebody that just has that high turnover rate. Yeah. They're never on the ground. Extremely accurate, extremely quick release, which I think is really important. Really compact and strong and small throwing motion. But also like that offense, he would be in the pocket three, four, five hitches. His offensive line was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, those things just don't happen in the NFL. Uh, He is a really small guy. I don't know how big he is, but, you know, Russell Wilson's 5'10". But Russell I'm Wilson hearing he's like 5'9". All right, well, he's a beast, though. I mean, he is put right, together, right, right. right? I think Murray's he, like 5'9". He's sort of put together like Tyson, almost, you know, in a different way. Murray is not that big like that. Uh, and yeah, he might even be like an inch shorter. So he's a small little guy. He's, got, he's a really good thrower, has a good arm, too. Uh, and he'd be fun to watch. But honestly, I think he did this just to get more money out of baseball. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense, I, yeah. And I heard a rumor the other day or saw a thing on Twitter that supposedly, you know, the A's having this $4 million thing. If they come back and give them $15 million, which is possibly even against some sort of Major League Baseball rule, but they could try to figure that out, that he's really just trying to have this threat of playing in the NFL. And then 
once they get this $15 million, you go, eh, I'm not going to go in the draft and I'm going to play baseball. And not get and hit. And there's this and whole play, game right? going on right now. Uh, because to be honest, he can, he can make more money in baseball. I know it's even quarterback, but a small guy like that is not going to – I cannot imagine being a – uh, you know, thirty million dollar guy for a long. He's he's very very small. Yeah. Um, again, probably a longer career. So and probably less stressful. I yeah. Mean, right, you know, right. In February he's there in, in you know February and March where he's I guess he's down in Scottsdale uh, or whatever in, in Phoenix playing baseball. That's not a bad way to go. Beach running That's away from JJ Watt. Yeah, and running run from exactly running <laughs> from JJ Watt and you know all the other. Uh, a crazy athletic defensive lineman in the NFL who are literally like trying to hurt you on every single play. Exactly. And they're a hundred pounds heavier than them. And right. You know, and, and scrutinize you left and right. Right. Quarterbacks are scrutinized like crazy. He'll be a first round quarterback. Now he's not going to be scrutinized like that in baseball. It's like, no. well, he's young. We'll give him a chance for like six years. They get to do that. Baseball, <laughs> right. Hang out in the minors just, for a while. You know. Yeah. Right. It's that, yeah. Good living versus versus stressful living to me. Yeah. Good point. Um, Sage, good, good stuff as always. Let's talk next week. It'll be kind of an odd week because we'll have the, well, the games to break down and talk about, probably that off week for the Super Bowl. Not sure if my schedule's going to be any different next week or not. Uh, Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus will be back tomorrow. Mike Sando will be on Thursday, and then I'll be picking games at my bookie on Friday. So that's a wrap. Over and out.